Coffee Club Time. Now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Sparks. Well, excuse me, a very good morning from a very much cooler Indiana than I was last week at this time, or winging my way home, and I picked up a little bit of a bug. So we'll make the best of it and do the very best we can. Dave said I sound like I'm 85. So <laughs> I feel, feel like I'm 85 today, some days. First of all... <coughs> Excuse me. This happened last week um, while I was gone, and I'm going to bring in Chris first. We want to send our very best out to Tanya, uh, who was participating last week in the show and not feeling well. And Chris, you want to give us an update on Tanya, if you don't mind, please? Tanya had what turned out to be a brain aneurysm and about scared all of us to death. But they did surgery on her last Wednesday, and she was on a ventilator till Friday morning when they got her off. And um, 
By Friday afternoon, she was talking incoherent, and she said that they told her the first thing she said when they got the tube out and she began to get awake was, let's pay the bill and get the hell out of here. <laughs> so that's Tanya. <laughs> Um, by Saturday morning, she was texting, and she's, of course, you know, she's still got a ways to go, but she's headed the right direction. Is she still in the hospital? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. So is she going to need therapy or anything like that? that she I did? don't know. I would imagine that she may, but I don't know. We know, but, but our prayers are with her, and just everybody think good, positive thoughts, and it's a miracle she's still with us um, today. So... Thanks, Chris. And while you've got it, you and Dave, how are things in Altoona? Oh, it's good. It's a little chilly, but it's not going to be too bad the next couple of days. And then Thursday night and Friday and the, over the weekend, the bottom falls out. Oh, my. So it's going to be cold. This is very hard to get used to, almost 90 degrees every day to this, but I will. We've made the transition, and we will. Let's see. Uh, Jeff, go ahead. How are you? Doing very well here, Bill. 90 degrees, and, you know, of course, what happens when you're in 90-degree weather and you come back to Indiana where it's cooler, you know, your blood is thinner until, until you adjust. So, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's a medical fact. So, But we're doing good here in Albany, New York. Uh, Going to spend some time with my oldest daughter, I think Friday or Saturday. I'm not sure. She wants to go to the movies, and she wants pizza, and she loves pizza. So we're going to take care of that as well. Everything is good here. Uh, uh, we had a lot of rain here a few days ago, but uh, everything is up. Everything's on the up and up. There's not much to say. It's just, uh, Albany is Albany, and that's where we are. That's where you are. Well, let's see. Tim, how are you doing? Pretty good. Um, it's uh, cold here. It's 24, and uh, it's supposed to get down into the, the uh, I believe, like around 18, I think it is, on is it Saturday night? I can't remember which night, but anyway. And we're supposed to maybe get some snow, which my sister is coming up from Florida, so she wants snow. So it's uh, probably her fault. <laughs> there you go. How could anyone want snow? I hate snow. I know. I agree. But <laughs> Let's see. Jennifer in the downstairs. I'm doing well. I fortunately didn't get Bill's bug, but... Uh... Things are well. I've cooked fish sticks in my June oven, and they turned out perfect. I found out what the convection oven does. That was amazing, but that's another story. Well, you wanted to talk about that last week, so after Bill does all the introductions, maybe you should tell us a little bit more your well, impression we'll on it, Jennifer. We'll get back to that in just a moment. We'll get ready. We've got a couple raised hands, maybe. Yes, we have, uh, we have Bill and we have Gail, so pick your choice. How about ladies first? All right, go ahead, Gail. Oh, yeah, you go. You there, gal? Go ahead. Yeah. Do you, Tim, do you remember Panacookin? Where they'd run down the aisle with the... Oh, yeah, with the... Panacookin, and that's all gone now, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah they were great. Fun. <laughs> well, what is Panacookin? It was... What is it, German? And uh, D- Dutch. Dutch. Yeah, and, and they were... Uh... Food is exactly, but it's a big... It's a big, long, like they, they have it on a tray, and then they run they run down the aisle as fast as they can because they want to keep it hot. And they yell, Panacookin, you know, when you order those things. And I don't remember when that all went out. And uh, Baker Square, and um, there was a pie place, too, in there. That, that whole thing went away, and I kind of miss that place. <laughs> 
Okay. Is this pan kuchen like a pastry or is it something? I is it different? Like a pastry. Yeah, kind of like a more like a um, souffle, but um, a big souffle. They rise kind of, um, and they're um, they they give different toppings for them, like strawberries, raspberries, things like that. So, is it like a puff pastry at that point when it's is it like a light, flaky type dough or a heavy kind of dough? It's light, and it's yeah, it's kind of puffed up. In fact, it's real puffed up. <laughs> and Baker Square had the um, pie, you know, had the um, French silk pie and that kind of thing too. Oh, I'm getting Good hungry. Stuff. Why do you do this to me, Gail? Thank you. Good stuff. Thank you, Gail. <laughs> Let's see. Who else we got? Bill in Chicago. You guys want to bring... Hold on a second. Well, he must have lowered his hand, because... Try it again, Bill. Uh, Go ahead. Okay. Just, just talk. You're on. Go ahead. Okay, I'm on. Okay. Uh, Tannen Kuchen, they still make it at the Bluffton Street Fair, because it's a heavy Dutch German area. I've had it before there, and they had it this year because I have a niece that loves it. And Baker Square is still in Chicago. And a weather report in Chicago, uh, the surrounding area where my grandson lives about a half a, half an hour away, two inches of snow. I got everything covered with snow here, grass and everything, and it's 35 degrees. Oh, my. We got snow. Anywhere from two inches to four inches of snow, depending where you're at. Yeah. I-80 is backed up all the way, and all the expressways are backed up this morning. Traffic moving like snails this morning. You keep so you can right see what you're getting. When you can see what you're going to get out east, it's moving that way. Thanks, Bill. We, well, <laughs> what am I going to say? <laughs> mute, 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 mute. We don't want that kind of news. Mute, mute, mute. Um, thanks, Bill. Let's see. All right. Um, anybody else got any any big things before uh, a couple topics we're going to talk about here today? No, go ahead, Bill. You know, I was at our ACB board meeting, and they passed a resolution, or wanted to, we talked about it, don't know what good it does, but they talked about accessible absentee voting. Now, how can you make absentee voting accessible? Well, somebody please enlighten me what... What can they do to make absentee voting? And the reason I bring this up is because, what is it, next Tuesday is an election in a lot of areas. So how can they, as an organization, or, I mean, you can demand it and you can scream for it, but if somebody's coming to you to help you vote, what realistically can they do? Well, what about... Some places are allowing people to vote on websites using secure. Everything is secure, and they're checked out and everything else. But I, I don't trust that. Uh, but that's one way. You know, well, um, go ahead, Jen. When we voted absentee, there were two judges that came to our house. And there was a Democrat and Republican, and they you know, filled out the form. They asked us who we wanted to vote for, and we just told them, and they wrote it on the forms and sealed it up in the envelopes. I mean, I guess it depends on what you consider accessible, but I didn't have a problem with that. I still felt like I was making a private vote. I was in my own home. You know, in Albany, New York, Jennifer, they're doing something. They're they're allowing people to vote early. So, in other words, if I can't be at the polling place on Election Day, we can vote early now um, if we want here in Albany, New York. And they're trying this out for the first time they've ever done this in New York State. We've had that option here, but... 
how I just can't figure out how you can make it much more accessible. I know one of them said bring a machine to the house. Yeah, right. One of those voting machines where you're going to bring it to your house and set it up so you can that vote. Does, that, that's no. crazy. <laughs> Automarks auto marks are pretty big. Yeah. And try to lift those things, Tim. They're not, they're not lightweight, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know what some of the newer ones, if there might be smaller ones. but Right. To, to do that, maybe I'm missing the point here. I think we've got a couple people. Let me see if we can get. we got, I believe it's Ellen. Go ahead, Ellen. Yeah, good morning. Um, maybe I can help you guys out on this. I was working with a uh, um, guy, Charlie, um, via email, and what we were doing is um, he sent me, like, a sample ballot, and it works completely online where you can do the check mark, check mark uh, box check or unchecked, whatever, and... You just fill it out like you do any any type of form. It's just a short ballot, and it's completely done via you know via um, email or, or online some, somehow like that. And he just wanted me to see if that would actually be be workable for us. But I, I think it might. But it's got a way to go yet. But maybe that might answer your question to, to some degree, Bill. Well, you know, I, 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 I can see where you're coming from, but unfortunately, a lot of the people that can't get out to vote have trouble. They can't use an iPhone or an iPad, or they're limited on their web skills, so I'm not sure that's an answer for everybody. Yeah, I, I understand that, too, but, you know, it, that was just something that was being uh, used as a sample, and he wanted me to test it out to see what it was like. Or I, I at least looked at it, and then uh, I told him that it could work for those people because most of us are technology. At least we, we, you know, we can use technology to some extent, but there are folks that can't, and I'm not sure quite how that's going to work. But at least you know that's something that's in the works. Well, well <laughs> I, I guess it's an option. You know, there may be some days yeah. where certain groups... The only other are, thing, one thing which probably would be kind of extensive is to use one of those um, printers that can braille, and they could braille the ballot, and then they could see where you marked it. You used like a grease tin or something like that. I wonder if a lot of the counties would say that's that would be causing undue burden on them because that's. I mean, I'm just giving you the the scenarios, Jennifer, that we that we could would find here in at least in Albany County. The problem I see with that is the same problem that we used to experience with NLS. They had the form braille and print both, and they didn't exactly match up. And so, if they got off enough, you could be voting for the wrong person. Well, the other way to do it would be voting on the web. But the problem with voting on the web, and I have a friend of mine who's very, very paranoid, and she'll say, "But you don't know that they're having that they're not going to tamper with that website." And you know, she's got a point there. You, you can make the website as secure as possible and have all kinds of verifications as to who you are. But if there is a there could be a problem with security, and it could be a problem with fraud if, if, if people vote on the web. But I I think it's going to go that way anyway. Yeah, I think so too. It's just a matter of. 
how are they going to work all that out? Well, we don't know, Alan, but stay tuned because I got a feeling there's going to be changes coming to. I believe that, Bill. And thank you, Alan. Um, go ahead, oh, Bill. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bill. Do you want me to unmute Bill or do you want to talk yeah, first? No, talk to him. Okay. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, well, here in Illinois, uh, you can vote. We had early voting, and we also have, if you go to the polls yourself, they have people to assist you right there. They'll do it for you. But here, I've done absentee for years, and then the, the Illinois mails you the ballot, and you fill it out at home, and you just mail it back. You don't do anything. You just you just request absentee, and they they send you the ballot right to your house. Because my daughter and I both vote, and we both do absentee instead of standing in line at a polling place. We just call in because yeah. no election this this month, but we call in and or notify them we want the ballot, and they send us the ballot. It's the same ballot you get at the polling place, and you just mail it back. But to me, that's more insecure than anything you could possibly do. But if you recite it, they would be doing it the same way as well. Yeah, other recited people do the same thing. Otherwise, just a, it's just a way you can you can you can vote either at the polling place in Illinois, or you can you can they can't they, you can get absentee ballot. You don't have to have an excuse anymore to get an absentee ballot. Used to be you had to be well, I'm out of the country or I'm out of town that day to business, and that no. Now anybody can get an absentee ballot and vote well, in the state of Illinois. Okay, I agree with that concept, but I just think. Actually, the web's probably more secure than that concept because anybody could see your ballot, you're laying around the house, you don't, I mean, you as a blind person have no, I mean, you don't know. Well, you have somebody you trust filled it out. Right. Really, my daughter and I, we filled it out here. Well, I know I'm not going to cheat. I mean, you wouldn't go out and pull somebody off the street and say, hey, can you fill my ballot out for me? Right. But, no, you wouldn't do that. I mean, that's. That's just a, and, and as far as the Braille thing, I can't see a ballot in Braille. It'd be so many pages because, like our ballot here this last election during, well, the big one winning it in uh, the president, our ballot was four pages long because not only we had the national, we had city, we had county people, we had city, city uh, aldermen, we had all of that stuff going, and it was like the ballot was four pages long. Like, can you imagine in Braille? They need a, a truck to haul those things around just to deliver them, and people never get them finished. Well, not only that, the ballot is not only just what, who you're voting for, but sometimes there are propositions, and they, they, then they have an explanation for that proposition. proposition right, right. And, and that, had, that's even more if, cumbersome. Right. If they had to write the proposition out all in Braille, well, some proposition on the ballot, a half a page, so you figure in Braille, that would be a what, almost two pages of Braille. And today, more than more than ever, we're finding that a lot of blind people, especially people who are newly blinded, don't read Braille and will never learn Braille. So right. now you have to figure out another format. Do we put it on computer disk? Do we put it that, 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 that You're opening up a whole can of worms here, Bill. You, know, you, you realize that. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you are. You're wrapping up a whole big thing. Cause it, it, and the counties that never go with it because it costs too much money. Well, maybe so. I'm not sure I'm real wild about your method there, but that's not up to me as to how they do that. used to be back in Indiana, back in the when they would send us a ballot, you had to go get it notarized, or it had to be uh, notarized. And, of course, I realize... Well, here, they, they compare your signature, because it says on there, they check your signature when you send it back. 
Yeah. They verify the signatures. We, we know. And there, uh, there's, a code, there's a code on the ballot, too, that right, they put on it so they know it come back from you. We know how you kind of vote there early and often. But, you know, it, <laughs> it um, in Chicago especially, um, you know, but still, I don't know. That's um, and thank you, Bill. Do we have any other comments, Jeff? I thought I saw another hand. I'm just checking it right now. No, we're okay. We're okay. We're okay. How do they do absentee in Altoona, Chris or Dave? Do you guys have you ever? Um. Well, we haven't done absentee, but from what I know, Dave's parents used to, and um, they just mail the ballot to them, and I believe. They just mail it back, yeah, don't they, Dave? They, they do. don't they have to it notarize it. it. They don't have to notarize it, do they? No. Yeah. See, tell me about a computer. We have some. We have Gail Group. Uh, Gail and uh, what's the monster making a, a statement here? All right, go ahead. Gail. Go ahead, Gail. Um, when I voted, um, I used the AutoMark. When I voted, they I used the AutoMark. Those are going away because they're getting old. But also, they were talking about early voting. But I tried to. Uh, find out how to get out to Foley. Now, Foley, Minnesota, doesn't do dial-a-ride out that way. So I couldn't do that anyway, and I was going to try to get in touch with the League of Women Voters or find some way to get a ride out there to do the early voting. And if they do that again this time, I just feel kind of left out of the whole thing. Well, it's, it, it is a very complicated issue, Bale, and I don't know that there's any one solution that's going to fit all to try to solve this issue. That's the problem. A lot of people, you can call your respective party if you wish to, or maybe you're both. Maybe they could split your ride. Um, you know, you can call the whatever party and make the and make the change. You know, they'll they'll give you a ride. But I think a lot of people, excuse me, are going to absentee voting. We have one more hand raised from Jerry, uh, Bill. Okay. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay. Here in Indiana, PA, what happens is uh, when Judy and I registered to vote, did it through the courthouse, and people from people from your party will pick you up and take you to the nearest polling places, and they'll wait for you. We have the AutoMark thing here too, and uh, what we do is uh, when we get there. In fact, there's one uh, button you can push, and if you want to, let's say you want to vote straight your party, you just do that, and it's all there. Or uh, you can, you know, split your ticket. But the people from the individual, you're in the Democratic and Republican parties will come and pick you up if you need a ride and actually get you home. In fact, <laughs> we might have a, a double feature. This one lady who takes us to vote every year, uh, the United Way of Indiana has a pancake breakfast on Election Day every year in November. And sometimes uh, the two of us and, uh, and she go to get pancakes. Hey, you might as well make your voting Yeah, fun. might as well make the best of it. Jerry, thank yeah. you. That's pretty cool because I understand that. In Albany, New York, if you if you're, if you use the paratransit system, which is called STAR, part of the Capital District Transit Authority, uh, it, the, the rides are free to vote. So that I can tell you that. that that's one thing that, that they do. So, but I never know how much to allot for time for them because I don't know how long it's going to take the STAR driver to get to my house or when he's going to come there. They have a 25-minute window, is, uh, for, the, for those people who are familiar with it. So, But it is at least an accommodation that we have here when it comes 
votes for voting here in the Capital District. Now, some people, Uber and Lyft, in some areas, will provide free rides to the polls. So that, that you know, I couldn't guarantee nationwide, but some areas will provide a Lyft or Uber ride to the poll. So that's another way. Absentee seems to be going strong. Um, you know, a lot of people doing that. Here in Marion County, they allow you to vote at any polling place. You used to have to go to a specific place. If you lived XYZ, you had to go to that particular precinct. Well, now you can go to any place you want to go in the county and vote. I've done early voting here, and they actually, well, you go, instead of going to your polling place, you go to City Hall in Robbinsdale, which is, we're a suburb of Minneapolis, and they um, they actually had the auto mark there, so I was just able to do it like I normally would. You know, the Automark is probably the better machine. There's another company that makes machines, and you got to remember touch-tone codes, and it's like a, a touch-tone phone, and I thought that was the most difficult machine I ever played with. In Arkansas, I don't know what they're doing now exactly, but when I was there for early voting, they were doing an experiment where they were setting up booths for early voting on certain days outside grocery stores to try to make it easier for people to vote. You know, if you want to make a comment and you don't want to call in on our line and join us, call 800-693-0595 and press option one and leave your comment. And as long as it's not too way out there, well, I mean, not your opinion, but you don't have too much noise and stuff in the background, I can play it live right over the air. And, um, you know, you can join us, and that's 800-693-0595, press option 1. And so, let's see, Jeff, do we have anybody else? We have Bill again. Uh, Okay. Go ahead, Bill. You're on. Yeah. uh, Chris was saying that in um, where they're at there in New York, they can do early voting. Or in Arkansas, she said, when she's younger, they had early voting at different places. They do the same thing here in Illinois now because... Uh, they'll pick like, oh, maybe two, three Saturdays or a couple of days before the election. You can go to any place and early vote. They open them up for a few hours and then, and then of course, it's open election there. You can do absentee. But here, uh, they do provide rides for people that need to get to the polling place. Cause they, they give you a number to call and they got people to drive around, pick you up to take you to the polling place. But you can do early voting at different places. Like they'll do it in the library. They may do it at some grocery store. Might be that day. They move them around to different places. Sounds good, Bill. It does. You know, there's there's just a lot of options out there, and I was just wondering how people <coughs> people handled that. So I guess we can we pretty well exhausted that. Let's talk about a topic now that's near and dear to all of us, especially the ones that are using iPhones or iPads. Has anybody had any trouble with their iPhones since they've updated to iOS 13? Have you? Where had, do we start? Yeah, where do you start? <laughs> well, maybe we can come up with a consensus here of, of things that, that people do to, to get out of their situations because 
and hopefully it's been solved with this latest update, but I can't promise you. I think the biggest problem, Bill, and you've had it, Mike's had it, I've had it, I don't know if Chris and Dave have had it, where the phone using voiceover. I happened to be at, uh, in a phone call with a friend of mine, and all of a sudden voiceover dropped, stopped, and I had no speech. I couldn't turn it on or off with the home button, and the only way I could figure out how to fix it is to actually hold the home button in and tell Siri to call a number, and it seemed to unlock the phone, but I, I also had to then, at that point, turn the volume up all the way, which would which turn the volume down completely. Mike came up with a solution where you were supposed to tip the volume up and down simultaneously in the power button. That didn't work. When this locks into this mode, there's not much else you can do except make, make a phone call with the phone to fix it. Hopefully, they just updated the iOS 13 on Tuesday, um, or was it Monday, I think it was. Hopefully, that's been fixed and we won't have any other problems. But I, I don't know. Have any of you guys run into any other problems? Uh, I, I did find out something about the deal with the uh, with the call when when the speech drops out and i was talking to apple accessibility and i happened to bring that up and the correct way to do it was you press the volume button let go of it pre- uh, the up button then you press the down button and let go of it and then you hold the power button in for a couple seconds but you have, have to do have this to, rather quickly, do you not? You can't just, you know. Yeah, yeah, you, you've got to do it pretty quick. Like, Has it up, happened to you, down. Dave, that where it's locked up like that? Have you had a problem with that as well? Yeah, I've, I've had, uh, not with a call, but I, I did have the problem where I'd be in the middle of something and speech would drop out, and then I would have to power down the, the, the phone, you know, reboot the phone. But they said they had a lot of reports of it happening on calls. That's how we got into that decision. Discussion. Well, that's what happened to me. I was in the middle of a call. Another call was coming in, and I was hanging up on the first call so I could get the second call, and that's when it locked up on me. Is that has that happened to you, Chris? Tell you the truth, I don't use my cell phone that much for calling if I can help it because I don't like talking on it that much. Okay. I use it for other things. Use your cell phone. I, was, no, I mean, I call say, if we're out, and I need to get a ride or something, but that's about all. I've had it, um, well, for mine... I always double tap to hang up, and that seems to not cause that to happen. I that's, don't know. that's the way I do it, and I, I usually don't have any trouble with the calls. Yeah. I just have a freeze problem sometimes in an app. But the Libra's working great, some of that stuff, so that's good. Oh, yeah. One of the bugs yeah. I found is that if you're looking at a message, and I get messages in mail that, that are marked up in HTML, and, it, and I'm reading the message by heading because this is, this is a guy that does radio news. Bill, it's ramp 224. Mm-hmm. And I go from heading to heading, and when I, when I hit the, when I you know, slide down to, so it reads the stuff from the one heading to the next heading, it forgets that I'm in heading mode, and it goes back to actions, to the action center mode. And I have to constantly keep using the rotor to get it back to heading mode, and it didn't used to do that in iOS 12. But that's a, that, those are nuisance kind of bugs. One thing I've noticed now since this new version, uh, we used to complain because it wouldn't read the notifications. Mm. Well, be careful what you wish for, because now it reads them and 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 reads them. And yes, I, and sometimes you can't make it stop reading it when you're in the middle of trying to do something else, and it wants to read it because you have to... Yeah, I've had the same problem. And a friend of mine told me that the notification area got all screwed up, and he couldn't he couldn't clear notifications easily, and he had to turn voiceover on and then off, and then turn it back on to get it back to work properly. I haven't had that problem, but a friend well, of mine told me that. 
if it's my imagination or not, but it seems like the status bar is so much harder to find. It is hard to find, but when you find it, if you double tap on the span on the status bar, it will maximize on the screen. But what happens yeah. is the status bar is minimized, Jennifer, and that's why you're having a problem with it. It's not uncommon to you. Uh, I've had other people tell me the same thing, and I've noticed the same thing as well. So it's not you. It's it, it, it's it's the way it is. It seems no, better. I noticed on 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 the uh, this what is it uh, the point thirteen point thirteen two two I guess not now, not point one point two but yeah, thirteen the latest two. one that status bar seems to be easier to find. Yeah, I agree. It is definitely easier to find. It's and you don't have the same problem. They also seem to be improving the charging or holding the charge of the battery. When it first updated to thirteen, it was terrible. I mean, no matter what I did, the battery. Was was running was running low now it seems to be a bit better than it was before have you guys noticed that at all i think i have yeah i think it has i'm, Maybe I'm not positive I, i've but. made a couple changes somebody suggested to go into the display and put your phone in dark mode that that might save you a little bit now i don't know if it does or it doesn't my friend Tim in, in Albany, New York, I went got together with him yesterday, and he suggested the same thing. He said he put a dark mode on his phone, and he said it works. It does save a little bit of your battery. So I'll play with that and see what happens. That that's one thing you can do, um, and it you know it helps out. Um, so you know, give these things a try and let us know, you know exactly, um, you know how it works for you. And some I noticed. The problem with Siri in talking to it, sometimes it'll start talking and it won't hear what you're saying. It seems like that problem is still around. Every once in a while. Yeah, it does happen occasionally. I'm sorry, Jennifer, go ahead. Or else it doesn't hear you at all and it doesn't talk and then you have to do it again and it clunks at you. Yeah, I I don't know. well, it looks like we've got maybe Karen. Yeah, we got Karen out in beautiful Tennessee. Go ahead, Karen. Hello, everybody. Uh, I have a couple of issues with this since I've gotten the update. Uh, the first one, I think I've resolved, but I didn't have my sounds like the uh, when you double tap something, it goes click. Yeah. And then uh, when you call, it goes, bloop, you know, makes a noise. Uh, also, another issue I have that I hadn't experienced until these uh, updates is that when I charge, uh, when I'm charging the battery, uh, it does not. It'll say when it's completely charged. It'll say uh, it will say charge one hundred percent charged on AC power. It doesn't say on and AC power anymore. No, and I wish it would. Is there any way to make it do that? You, no, that's something, in, that's something in the software, Karen. You cannot change that. Do you okay. have any special battery on your in your case? No, and I have an iPhone 7, and I've noticed that the battery power, uh, it goes a lot quicker. Um, yeah. I, I think the problem well, that... Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Jennifer. I noticed now if you have a battery pack when it's charged, instead of saying on AC power, it says 100% battery power charging. Charging. Mm-hmm. 
Well, because yeah. in reality, it, it's on a trickle charge, it, that, that, so it doesn't overcharge the battery. But what they were trying to do, and I, I read this also on an Apple uh, uh, tweet or something, they're trying to determine how you use your phone to better maximize the use of your battery. And, and that's why, for example, you'll notice that the battery seems to take a little bit longer to charge. And they're trying to figure out how you use your battery to determine how the battery, how fast the battery charges and discharges. I'm not sure that they got that down to a science yet, but that's what they're trying to do. Mm, okay. So, actually, you know why your phone's not working, Karen? I mean, no, I'll it works. You're going to kill me when I said because you haven't made me dinner. That's why Apple punished you for that. <laughs> I'm kidding you, Karen. I'm just kidding. Raspberry. Thank you. <laughs> but, you know, it's, Have it's, a good day. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, Karen. You know, but the 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 freezing up problem is a serious problem because the iPhone may be your only phone that you have to communicate with the world and it does pose a problem you know well, the other part of the problem bill have you heard about the fact that it freezes up and then you could be, you could end up calling 911 by mistake because i know other, other other people have had that problem i've done that before done that before yes and because you don't want to get in trouble with 911 but that is you know that can be a problem it can. Uh, Bill, did you want to let Jennifer talk about her June oven experience? Because she said she wanted to do that last week, so I'm just I'm asking you. you. Sure, go right ahead, Jennifer. Well, I mean, I, well, we've, I've used it for a few weeks now, and for the most part, it's, I think it's a pretty cool oven. Like I said, I made those um, fish sticks the other day, and normally if you bake them in the oven, you would have to turn them over halfway through the baking time, but if you, I, I, so for an experiment, I tried it, I didn't know that much about convection bake, so I tried the convection bake and didn't turn them over, and they turned out perfect, and they got evenly cooked and crisp on both sides, it was pretty cool. And you were able to do that with your telephone? Yes, I did it with the phone, and we've also used the camera, and they made toast, and English Pop-tarts muffins today. Like yeah, English muffins today. Um, so you were able to use your phone. You were able to share an app with Chris, or you could share one. Oh with yeah, her. you could share it, or, and I added it to our program so that we can do it again. Or you could create. You just your have own. to be careful when you make programs that you don't move one of those pickers lower than it thinks it wants to go. Because we know what happens. Uh, can, I ask Chris and Dave, can I ask Chris and Dave a question? Uh, you guys have now been using the jute oven for what, almost a month now, I think, or a little more. Is, uh, is it everything that you want it to be? And have you have you been still working with the people from uh, June at, on, on making making things better? What's going well, on with that? We are still working with the people. There are some things that they need to, the app developers need to fix. But by and large, yes, I've been really, really happy. There are some expansions and some things they need to change. But what works, works well. That's true. Um, it works quite well. Um, you've cooked everything from chicken to Jeff likes chicken quarters. Yeah, I probably could cook those. You're making chicken thighs for lunch today, Chris, and you're gonna you're gonna bake them in the uh, or roast them in the the uh, June oven. And we're we're making chicken legs, but they're actually from Corky, so they're kind of already pre cooked. But yes, we have made chicken. We've made burgers. We've made two cakes. We've made what else have we made, Dave? Uh, I've thawed spaghetti sauce in there on warm. 
Oh, Are there the things that you don't recommend cooking in that oven that you that you say well, I don't think it would I, I think your regular oven would be better or or whatever? Have, have you Actually, turned? no. Wow. No, it, it's that good, Jeff. Now, um, we cooked. What was it the other day? Da, 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 something we had. French fries. Uh, no, it wasn't French fries. It was something else we had that I had to warm up in the micro. Oh, that um, chicken. What do you call those chickens? Rotisserie chicken. Rotisserie chicken. And there was an extra one, and we got at the store. And I put it in the microwave and warmed it up, where I've actually probably could have put it in the June oven and put it on warm, and it yeah. would have probably worked. I and maybe not dried it out as much as what a microwave may do. Wow. Bill, but can you just, you, I know you had a problem with the June oven with the app, and something happened, and you had to get some sighted assistance to fix that. Maybe you can just explain that just so that other people may have the same problem. Well, now hopefully they're working on the issue, and we've sent them some, some more information. But what happened was, uh, well, Jennifer first had the problem when she wanted to revise the toast recipe. And there's two, how would you describe them, Chris? There's two time, when you go in to set your time, there's two timer pickers. One moves it in five-minute increments. And so you can go up to go up five minutes and down to go down five minutes. But when you get to five, if you swipe down one more time, we're pretty sure that's what's crashing the app. What you need to do is swipe right to the fine tuner. Then you can move up or down minute by minute. Is that similar to what you ran into, Jennifer? Yes, and I'm not sure if the first time I did go over to the fine tuner, I honestly don't remember, but I know when I tried it the second time that I didn't. I stayed in the when it got below, when I tried to go below five, it just crashed. And, and when it crashes like that, it doesn't recover. I, even if you take the app out of the app switcher and restart your phone, it won't let you back in the app. You have to, because it's just a blank screen that comes up there, just a dark screen. So you have to uninstall the app and reinstall it and reconnect your oven. And it's you have to get more excited That's help something to... we're working on. Um, so you just have to remember, use that fine, fine tuner. tuner. <laughs> if you, if you want to change below five. And really what they should do is just have it where if you swipe down, it just says five and a clunk like everything else. Right. But this it's, it's a serious, serious error, which can cause some serious hardships because... Chris and Dave and I don't have anybody around here to to correct it right away. Because it doesn't recognize if you reinstall the app. It doesn't recognize that that same phone has been connected before, so you have to put the code back into the oven. And you can do it with Ira, except the code times out too fast. Then you have to get another code and start all over. And there's no way you can braille it because the everything changes on the screen at all times. So you can't you can't be sure that if you were brailing the place where those numbers would be, you'd be able to do that. Am I correct about that, Chris? Right. Um, anyway, you wouldn't want them there because most of the time you wouldn't even be using that, and the numbers would probably be in your way. 
Well, but all in all, it's still, uh, even though you have these complaints about the oven, you guys, all of you, I mean, Bill, Jennifer, Chris, Dave, all of you are still saying that there that it is a positive experience. Absolutely. Oh, no doubt. And they're working on it. They're very... And I don't think the problems with the oven itself, it's with the app developer in the app itself, because most apps, if you make a mistake, it would just, just wouldn't do it instead of totally... Um, crashing and causing that type of problem. So, you know, that's something that they have to work on on their end. We have to be a little better if we do use the camera to make sure that we've labeled ours correctly and hit the right buttons. And if you do miss, to know how to find the back button to get back to the main menu so things you know, work correctly, but on the phone and the the custom recipes and the programs and all of the things that you use are very, very, very good. Our camera wasn't working Saturday. Well, it was working. We thought it wasn't working. We called Ira, and as it turns out, somehow I got way deep into the menus, and I was about to cook some ribs. And it wasn't supposed to. That we didn't have. <laughs> so I had to... Find the back button. Ira directed me to the back button, and I had to push it three or four times to get. I was that deep into the menu somehow or another. And merely unplugging the device and whatever doesn't always do that either. So you've got to make friends with that back button. And so it's important that way. That's a little quirky, but once it starts cooking, it is excellent. You know. How do you know where the back button is, Chris? I called Ira. I now know it's at the bottom left of the screen. Okay, could something like that be braille with like a lope dot? Not, not, not yeah, necessarily. That's you what could I do that. Right. You, you could do that, and I probably will. And because of the fact that even though the oven gets very, very warm, maybe on top, but it doesn't in the front like most ovens do, it's not going to melt off. So the likelihood of it going away is not so likely. So when you yeah, the, and it the, doesn't get that hot even on top after I cook those fish, I could touch the top of the oven. Now, obviously, you're not going to leave your hand there because it's hot, but I didn't burn myself. If you just touch it, you won't burn yourself. Yeah, that's one of the nice features about that oven because you can touch the sides of it and, 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 and the door. The door never gets hot, and the sides just get warm. And, it, you know, so you don't don't have to worry about things getting too close to it because it's... I would think the only time it would get warm, Dave, is if you had it in self-cleaning mode. No, that no. Uh, it, it, it doesn't get that hot in the self-cleaning mode. So it's, it's... But does it lock the mechanism so you can't open the oven at that point, though? I can't answer that because I don't think we've tried that yet. We haven't done that. You have to go... If you're going to clean it, you have to go to the cleaning mode which locks the screen i'm not sure how that cleaning mode works we've just always wiped ours out it's never been that bad you know i mean the only time it might get that bad is if you're cooking ribs and they, they can get kind of messy that's you know something like, like that that's the only well, thing bacon got messy but we got that cleaned up took some work but we got it cleaned up but it it, it knows bacon and it'll say do you want to cook thick bacon you know, whatever, if it's thin, how many pieces. Now, were you able to do that all by the phone, Chris? I found a recipe for bake for cooking bacon in the cookbook, and it actually worked because it let me get to the start cooking button, which some of the recipes won't, and that's something else we're working on with them. But 
Be patient. We are going to work out a lot of the bugs and keep working with them to make the product better so it's more usable. And the more people that use these, the more price they come down. Look at how this price has been down lately on the 7. So <laughs> it's one of those things that is going to work, um, you know, and get a little bit better as we go along. Um, and Something we, must have been doing updates this morning. I heard little little tones before we did your English muffins. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, there you go. <laughs> I still don't want to be the one that swipes that big picker to see if it works or not. <laughs> no. Yeah, they want us to take a picture of that screen. Well, if we do that... They wouldn't see anything to this blank screen. Well, they yeah. want to see the process, but it's like I told her, I'm not really willing to do that because we don't have anybody here to put the code in. So if I make it crash, we just have a problem. So my suggestion was that they go get an iPhone, which I know they have, turn on voiceover, make a program, try the picker item themselves. Here's the other solution, Bill. They can, uh, Chris, they can fly you to their test lab and you can test it with the people who, who, uh, who uh, developed yeah. the oven i mean that's all and they pay you for your transportation and your hotel and and you can be a tester for them that's what i would suggest they could just come here and they'd be here to put the code back in that's that's another thing so but i mean if you wanted to travel i mean we just need a code person what i think we're going to do guys is maybe we'll do it i'm not on my game this morning we're going to in just a moment here we're going to we're going to do our very favorite thing and run in one of those spots, and then we'll come back, and then we'll do Chris and Dave's demo. We'll, we'll do that, and then that'll be good, and we can be in compliance. Com- what is it, compliance? Compliance, yeah. And we are going to be that way right now. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. 
You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Well, now we are compliant, and now we're into the second hour, and boy, do we have a great topic this week. Right, Chris and Dave? We do. This, what we're going to talk about today is what they call tiles, and they are little gizmos that you can put them on a keychain. You can put them, in my case, inside uh, the case of the Victor Stream in case you lose it. In your jacket, if you hang it on a coat rack at a doctor's office or someplace like that. I can't find it. It'll let you know where you where your jacket was last place the last place it was so then you might know where to go to get it <laughs> they're uh, pretty amazing well we're going to hear that but first i need to take just a moment you know we don't give enough credit especially myself um, jennifer the, the panelists or or i don't feel we do we really want to thank chris and dave for doing the demos i just thinking the other night when i was putting on my sensor to change it for my uh, freestyle Libra, and how much easier Dave made that for me by showing me step by step how to do that and put that on, and how much more independent that they made me by doing that and showing me that without having to get somebody else's help. So thank you, Dave, and we're going to play your demo, and we'll come out of the demo with a spot, and then we'll start talking about this because I think you guys. You guys are going to find it very, very interesting. Well, hello again, and welcome to another exciting demo. Today we are going to talk about a couple of devices. Uh, well, it's actually a, a one company, but it has we have a couple different devices, and uh, these are called tiles. And Chris will be explaining those to you in just a little bit um, if you have a set of keys if you have a wallet if you have anything that you have a tendency to lose or you don't know where you put it you lay you, the, the thing you tend to lay down and lose like a victor stream or if you want to know where your cat or dog is or whatever all kinds of different things <clears throat> so Chris do you want to give the information about this product you can go to tile.com that's t as in tango i l e.com they do not have a phone number so you cannot call them um that's kind of a serious disadvantage in a way but anyway uh if you well we'll get into premium in a minute but if you purchase premium which you get a 30-day free trial and it's about $29 a year or a monthly subscription you can text them and they are pretty responsive on the text anyway you can get here here are the names of them and we'll be explaining them later you can get the pro for $34.99 for one or $59.99 for a two-pack right now. 
or $99 for a four-pack right now. You can also get the Tile Pro at QVC, and they're $59 for a two-pack on QVC as well. You can get something called the Mate. It's also a Tile product, $24.99 for one. $69.99 for a four-pack. These are the current prices. There's one called a Slim. It's $24.99 for one. I did not see it in a multi-pack. You can get what's called stickers, which are supposed to be waterproof and supposed to be indoor and outdoor. We'll get to those, too. You can get a two-pack of those for $34. or a four-pack for $59.99, or you can get a combo pack that has, let's see, it has a slim, a mate, and two stickers in it. So, and I, that price is $69, I believe, for all of that. And that's the information about the product. Again, you have to go to tile.com and click on shop now if you want to see them. The first thing you need to do is go to the App Store if you have an iPhone. And or, or Google Play. It also has it for Androids. You want to download the Tile app. It's free. That's T I L. E. And once you download the app and you want to, well, I'll have, well, Chris will be able to explain this a little better than I can because you have to, you need to, uh, I believe you need to set up an account. Is that correct? You open the app and you tap on get started and it guides you through the account process, the setup process. It's like any other account. You create a password and you put your name in there and your email and whatever. But then the one thing that's a little different, and I've noticed companies starting to do this, they email you a code and you enter the code on your phone and it tells you your code was successfully entered or whatever. It lets you know that it's now ready. And then the next thing you're going to do is it, and, and it walks you through all of this. It's it's very good about that. It You tap on activate tag, and then it tells you what to do next. Do you want me to go on with that? Or? Let's activate tile. Well, yeah, I think it, I don't know if it says, yeah, it probably does say tile. So once you do that, uh, then you decide um, the first one that we were going to talk about, and it was the first one that we purchased, and this is the Tile Pro. We should say that to activate the tile, it tells you to push the button on the tile, and then you tap next on the phone, and it tells you to hold the tile near the phone. And you have your Bluetooth on your phone yeah, turned on. Yeah, that has on. to be on. And, but it does. It tells you that into in uh, in the on the screen directions too. Then you can choose a category or a name, or if you want to name it yourself, you can go to other, and it will open up a text field for you. And then you can type in you know Victor Track or whatever it is you want to. You're planning on putting this tile on. Then you go to next. It'll tell you to put hold the uh, the tile close to the phone, 
and uh, then you press the button on the tile and then wait and it will activate into the app. It'll say your tile is ready or something like that. <clears throat> if, you, if you decide later that you want to take the tile off of whatever it is you had it on, you can go into the app and you can find that tile and you can change its name to something else. You can you tap on the name of the tile. If you say you named it Victor Trek, you tap on Victor Trek, then you go to options, then you go to more options, and that's where it allows you to change the name of the tile. Okay. Okay, Chris is going to show you now how to open the app and Add. We are. We're going to use what the pro. Yeah, we're going to use the pro, and we're going to call it back deck. And when we need to go out in the snow, if it's really, really bad, we will hang it on the back door so that we can make sure we don't get lost in that wide open space out there. So I'm going to open tile. Tile. Add tile button. So, here I'm going to go up to the top, add tile, and it button. says Add Tile. Add a device. Heading. I'm going to choose the device we're going to add, and you have several choices. Close. Button. Tile. Our family of Bluetooth trackers. Button. You can add that, or there's... Close. Soundsport wireless headphones. Plantronics. Voyager wireless headsets. There's Button. a bunch of stuff, apparently, that the company's tile is working with. There's several. But what we want... Close. Tile. Our family of Bluetooth trackers. Button. Tile. Our family of Bluetooth trackers. Which tile device would you like to activate? Okay. It wants to know if I want to activate a Mate or a Pro or a Slim. Slim. Pro. Mate. Sport. Style. Original. Sticker. Sticker. Those are your two choices. Sticker is separate. So I want to tap on the one that says Slim Mate Pro Original. Slim Pro Mate Sport Style Original. Activate tile. Click the tile button once to begin activation. It'll play a nice tune. Afterwards, tap next to continue. Okay, I'm going to click the tile button. That's right in the center on one side. It, you can. It's not a raised button or anything, but it, it has a different texture. So I'm going to push that. CNN. Now, from Federal Prison to Moscow. Maria Budin. Okay, well, you heard a CNN thing come in, but uh, the tones that was CNN. there. Now. Sorry about the interruption of uh, CNN. I wish there <laughs> was. The tones uh, that you heard were from the, the tile. Okay, I'm going to tap next. To next. Next. Button. Looking for your tile. Ellipsis. I'm holding it near the phone. Great. Tile is now activated. Okay, you heard it play another little short tune. Tile is now activated. Tap next to continue. Tap next to continue. Next. Button. Search. Search field. Actions available. Keys. Button. On this, here's all the things you can name, and I'm just going to swipe through them quick. Search. Everyday essentials. Heading. Keys. Button. Wallet. Button. Purse. Button. Phone. Button. Toy. Button. Dog. Button. Cat. Button. Transportation. Heading. Car. Button. Bike. Button. Work and school. Heading. Backpack. Button. ID badge. Button. Briefcase. Button. Travel. Heading. Luggage. Button. Passport. Button. Electronics. Heading. Remote. Button. Tablet. Button. Laptop. Button. Camera. Button. Headphones. Button. 
Miscellaneous. Heading. Spare key. Button. Code. Button. Umbrella. Button. Other. Button. Okay. I want to name it something else, so I'm going to tap on the other button. Pro. Te text field. Is editing. Pro selected. Character mode. Pro selected. It's going to... Um, it opened the text field, as you heard. Cap N. Cap B. Cap A. A. X. C. C. K. K. C. C. Oops. C. Space. Space. Cap T. Cap T. O. 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 R. R. I could have dictated that as well, but it's short, so I just... Return. Okay, then you have to go... Let's see. Choose a category. Enter item name. Text field. Next. Button. Text field. Next. Then you go to Button. next. Other. Button. Add tile. Button. Double card title. A new way to find your phone. It's in there. When it flips back to add tile, you know it's successful. Double card description. Options. Button. Connection status. Disconnected. It says disconnected, and sometimes it does, but it isn't. I really don't know why that is, but... Backdoor. Sharon 8. L2. Backdoor. Sharon, just now. Options. Button. Just shut. Backdoor. Loading. Sharon Avenue. Legal. Link. Most recent location. Just now. Sharon you have to tap, Button. You have to tap on the name and because otherwise that's just a part of the that's a part of the setup, I guess, while it's loading it into your phone. Back button. So I'm gonna go back. back button. Double card title. Double card up. Double card disc options. Connection status. Disconnected. Backdoor. Sharon A. L2. Just now. And, and it will take it a couple of minutes to actually, I mean, it says it's in there, and it does show the name, but it takes it a couple of minutes to pop up with find the first time you put a new tile in, so. Connection status, connected. It's connected. Backdoor, find, button. Loading. Backdoor, heading. As you can hear, the phone found it. Now, I can do one of two things. I can go... CBS News, now. You can do one of two things. You can either push the button in the middle of the tile when you find it, or if you're still in the app, you can go to the... Uh, Done. Done button, which is where you first found the find button. It's It just switches places, and if the tile's going off, it says done. Okay, the other thing you can do with this that's really cool, it works with Siri shortcuts. So you open your app, you open the tile app, and you go into the name of whatever you assigned your tile to. You tap on that name. In our case, it's back deck. Back door. Well, yeah. No features this legal. And you Connection status. Nearby. Now. Find. Location history. Smart alerts beta. Siri shortcuts. You go right there to Siri shortcuts. Find your phone. Smart alerts beta. Get Oops. a notification with back door. Back button. Back door. No features one. visible. Legal. Connection nearby. Now. Find. But location history. Smart alerts beta. Siri shortcuts. Okay. Cancel. Button. Cancel. Button. Add to Siri. Heading. You want to add to Siri. Add a custom phrase Siri can use to tell Tile to run this shortcut. Add a custom phrase Siri can use to find this to for the shortcut. When I say. 
when I say, and this is going to be your text field. Find my back door. Text field. Find my back door. That's what we named it. It'll be find my whatever. Then Siri will do the following action. Clear text. But do. Find tile back door. Add to Siri. Button. We want to add to Siri. Add to Siri. Siri shortcut. Find your phone. No features visible. Back button. Now that should be added, and I should just have to say, back button. find my back door to the phone. So no. now, Go ahead. I was going to say, now we're going to test out the Siri shortcut. I'm going to press and hold the home button. This is with the app closed. You yeah. don't need to be in the app. No, if you're in the app, you can just tap find, but you, you don't have to be in the app. Find my back door. Then you just follow the sound and until you find it. <laughs> and then you just press the button. When you find it, you just press the button on the tile, or you can go into the app and uh, hit the done button, and that'll stop it. In Dave's case, he has one in the Victor Trek case, and that can be a little hard to get it out and press the button on. So. The easiest way to do do that kind of thing is just to go to the app and tap done, and it'll stop. Now, you add these other devices like the Slam or the Mate the very same way. And we have added the uh, Slam, which Chris will be talking about this. Uh, I have added the Slam to the Victor Trek. And what I did was I took that that little skin off the K off of the Victor truck and I slid this slim in there and then put the case back on and 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 now when when I misplace it I'm able to find it now these tiles these pros and the let's see it's the pro and the the mate, mate have replaceable batteries and the slim and the with stickers, they have three-year batteries, and they're not replaceable, just so you kind of know that. I would say that these pros are probably about, well, they may not be quite two inches. They're square, and they may not be quite two inches, but they're close. And they have a little hole in one corner where you could put them on a key ring or whatever. And they're pretty flat. <clears throat> they're, what, about maybe a quarter inch? Yeah, they're thick. a little bit more than a quarter of an inch. Not much. Not though. much it's more. About that. Thick. And right in the center on the one side of the, uh, on the top of, of the, and you'll know you have the top of the tile uh, because there's a, a little uh, button right in the center of it. This is on the Pro. Yeah. And on the back side, if you take your fingernail around the rim of the Pro, you can feel along the back edge, you can feel two little 
uh, slots, little tiny. You can't really feel them with your fingers. You have to use a fingernail. There's one on one side and one on an adjacent side just around the corner a ways. That is the part that comes off to replace the battery. And I can tell you, they fit real tight because these are water resistant. They're not waterproof, but they're water resistant. They are hard to get off. So what you do is you put a finger on each side of the corner where that those two slots. There's a slot like on each side of that corner, and you're going to put your a finger on, on each side of the corner and press down or you know press. You might want to lay it flat on the table and then press. And as you press, you're going to pull uh, towards you with with that with the back piece. It's just a little corner piece that's going to slide off, and that's where the battery is. And I had to use a rubber band, one of those kind of flat rubber bands like the post office uses. I had to use one of those to keep my fingers from slipping because they're they can be pretty hard to get off. And the battery is a CR2032. That's the battery that you need for those. And the battery for the Mate is a 1632, is what I read. This Mate we were talking about, it is just, it looks like the Pro, only it's a little smaller. Not much, but a little bit. Yeah. It, just a little, and I, I, really, that's the only difference I see besides the kind of battery it takes. It's just about as loud. No, it takes the same kind of battery. Um, the uh, Slim is about the size of, well, it's shaped like a credit card. It's not as big as a credit card, but it's, it's, it's uh, very, very skinny like that. And uh, it is. It does not have replaceable batteries. And its button, instead of being in the center, is on one corner. <clears throat> and it's pretty loud. The problem with the slim, well, it's not a problem. It's it's by design. It's made to slip inside your wallet or maybe a, a pocket on a piece of luggage or something like that. It does not have a hole to attach it, nor does it have any adhesive. So there's nothing, you can't attach it. You just have to slip it inside something. Yeah, it'd be great for like a piece of luggage, maybe on an outside pocket or something. You could just lay it and put it in there and zip the pocket shut. And uh, But it's not much thicker than a credit card. And it's similar in size. And shape. So it's, you know, it's pretty amazing, and it's nice and loud. So that just leaves us the stickers. Now, I was really impressed with reading about the stickers. I wasn't as impressed when I saw them. They're waterproof all right, and you peel off the back, and it, it sticks, and the adhesive is really good they say and you can in future they just came out with the stickers in future you're going to be able to buy adhesive strips you can move it but they say every time you move it the adhesive gets a little less strong which makes sense so they're going to sell replaceable adhesive strips the stickers are round i would say they're i don't know they might be they might be an inch across uh, yeah, that, that's about it. 
And they're probably... They're, they're round and they have a, a rubber rim around the edges. For the water- it goes the whole way around it's for the waterproof yeah. thing. And they're not quite a half inch tall, but they're I think they're taller than a quarter, don't you? Quarter yeah. inch uh-huh. thick. And the button is over on one side. It's not in the middle. Yeah, it's on it's on one of the corners of this. Well, uh, one of the edges. Credit card thing. No, yeah. I'm talking about the stickers. Uh, on the sticker, yeah, it's. It's over on one edge. One edge, yeah. I was confusing it with the slim. And it's small. The the button, of course, is small because the sticker's small. So it can be a little bit hard to find the first time. Now, the problem that we found with the stickers, which they say you can use them outside, and what we've discovered is the volume of that sticker is so low that even if you are in the house, you'd be lucky if... Why no? I can't hear it from one end of the kitchen to the other. Now, I can. Chris can a little better. I can hear it in the next room, but it would never, in my opinion anyway, be loud enough for outside. Not but, No, because of the traffic noise and... Wind and just outside noise. It just wouldn't work. Now, these, these devices all... Uh, are added just the same way that Chris added the Pro. You just add them, uh, you know, choose uh, what you want to add, uh, like the sticker or the slim or the mate or the Pro. And uh, and and you just go through the steps that, you know, that we, that Chris went through in the beginning. Now, I have one of these stickers installed uh, on my phone. Uh, my iPhone, and uh, so I've given the phone to Chris, and what she's going to, I have it set up so that it is um, using the Siri, um, uh, whatever you shortcut. call it, shortcut. <laughs> but I'm going to use the Find right now because I have the app open. So she's going to, uh, uh, well, go ahead, Chris, you can explain Okay, I have the app open, and um, we're going to let you hear the sticker. And uh, we're pretty pretty close to it. He's within like a foot. So double card, double card, double option. Connect, pick, find options. Connection status. I'm gonna, connected. iRobot. Going to tap find. Find button. Loading. iRobot heading. I've got to get up on top of it. Now remember, we're using some compression will probably be being used, so it's going to make it louder. It's going to bring it up, but it's pretty quiet. I've moved away from it, and I don't know if the recorder will even pick it oh, up. Oh yeah, it'll pick it up, but it's well, let's let's see. Of course, my recorder is going to compress that a little bit, so it will pull it up a little bit. Okay, that was the stickers, which we were very disappointed with them because we, I did stick one on the uh, our iRobot, our uh, Roomba sweeper, so that I could find it if it happens to get stuck or whatever. I'm able to find it, so I did stick that on there. Problem is, you got to be pretty close to it. I do, at least anyway, to hear it. So now um, I have the uh, slim that we were talking about that looks like the credit card in my on my iPhone. I had that installed on my iPhone, 
And if I want to find it, I will tell Siri to find my Victor Trek. So we will see if it works. <laughs> find my Victor Trek. I just tap done. Uh, I, I use the app to tap done because one of the things uh, with this slam is since it's inside the Victor Trek, I have to, in order to stop it, I have to open the app and just tell it done, and that'll that'll cancel it because I can't get because it's inside the case and I can't get to it to press the button. So as you can hear. It works fine. The other thing you can do that's really cool is you can use these to find your phone. Um, that just came out recently. I'm looking for my phone. So what you have to do, if you want to find your phone, is you go to your tile, whichever tile you've got. I, we don't know if it works on the slim I'm pretty sure it works on the Mate. We haven't tried it on the Slim, but we know it works on the Pro. So you go and you tap your, you you press your button on your towel quick, twice. And it, it found her phone just by pressing the towel. So she didn't know where the phone was, which <laughs> happens a lot for both of us. Friday, tile. Press home to unlock. Button. And you just press home on the uh, on the phone to stop it ringing. You can't stop it with the tile. I thought maybe you could, but you can't. You can start it and make it find the phone, but then I guess they figure, well, if you found the phone, you can stop it. Just press home. <laughs> just like answering a call. <laughs> On your screen, you'll see um, it'll show tile written on the screen, and you just press home, and it stops. And I had my phone locked. I was on the main screen with the phone locked. So Now, did you want to talk a little bit about the premium that you can subscribe to, if you wish? Yeah, you can subscribe to premium. And what premium will do, <clears throat> it activates the history so you can see where your stuff has been. Like the other day, we went to Gourmet Buffet, which is a Chinese restaurant here in Altoona. And when I looked in the history, I could see that I have one in my jacket. That way, if it gets hung on a coat rack, I can still find it easily without having to look through everybody's stuff or or the coat racks, you know, they're in different places and different plate, um, doctor's offices or whatever. That way I can even find the coat rack if I ring my jacket and it's hanging up there. But anyway, when I looked at the history, I could see that my coat, my jacket had been to Gourmet Buffet So, because I wore it that day. Now that has a real definite advantage because if you were, um, it, it's going to tell you, the last place you were so if you left your jacket there and you look into the history it's going to tell you well it gives you a street address so right. you, you've got to look up the street address maybe if you don't know it but still you can subscribe on a free trial basis for 30 days and that's what i did and it's um like i said 29 i think it's 29.99 a year 
or there's a a small monthly fee of two ninety nine or something like that. They got to sooner pay the twenty nine. I would bucks rather pay for with. the year. It's slightly cheaper if you pay for the year, not by a lot. And you get <clears throat> for each one of your products that takes a replaceable battery, you get a free battery once a year. So you know that the batteries aren't expensive, but that's that's kind of cool. It's convenient. You get a three-year warranty, and you get the ability to text somebody, uh, to SMS somebody. If you're having a problem. Or a question or whatever. You can, and you can text them, and they'll, they get back to you right away, or at least they did for us. Yeah, they did, because I, I texted because I wanted to know if on the sticker there was a way to turn it up because it's just simply not loud enough. And I did tell them that I really didn't think that would work for outside for me. But anyway, um, they did get right back to me, and there is not a way to turn it up. It's either on or muted. So that's that's that. But they responded. I wrote them back. They responded again. They're very, they were very good about that yesterday anyway. Well, Chris, do you want to give the information about the product one more time? This is Tile, T-I-L-E. You can go to Tile.com. They do not have a phone number. The pros are $34.99 for one, $59.99 for two, $99.99 for four. QVC also has the Pro 2-pack for $59.99. You can get the Mate. It is $24.99 for one. The mate is just a smaller tile, $69.99 for a four-pack. Or you can get the slim, which is the credit card-looking thing. It's $24.99 for one. Or you can get a two-pack of stickers for $39.99 or a four-pack of stickers for $59.99. Or a combo pack, which has two stickers, a mate, and a slim. And I believe that was $69.99. All of these units work, except we were not happy with the stickers. Um, and they might be okay for you folks if you're going to put them in a book or something like that. Uh, because they are a little difficult to hear because the volume is not very loud on those stickers. The rest of the units are fabulous. They work well. And we have used the, uh, we did subscribe uh, to at least the trial, which I think we will uh, make that permanent for the trial period for the premium, because it is kind of nice, because if you leave something somewhere, if you have that card in your wallet or something, for example, you might want to know where it is, and you'll at least know where the last place was that it was, that you were. So, that's about all the time we have for this demo. It does exactly what it's supposed to, this product does. If you have any requ any questions, <laughs> you can also email BillSparks at Bill at BillSparks.org. That's Bill at BillSparks.org. And if he doesn't have the answers to the questions, he'll get a hold of us and we'll make sure you get the answers. Or 
If you have any questions or comments regarding this product during this live broadcast, you may reach us by calling 646-558-8656. That's 646-558-8656. You'll be asked to press pound and then enter your meeting ID, which is 848-725-450. That's 848-725-450. You'll be asked to press pound again, and then you'll be asked for a user ID, and you just press pound one more time, and you'll be in the Zoom room. Well, that's all the time we have for this demo. Stay tuned next week for another exciting demo. And um, very, very good demo. If anybody has any questions, anybody on the panel? I got one quick question. With these tiles, do they have do they have tape on the back, uh, stick up stuff on the back so that you can tape them to things? Or they, I was a little on, confused on the on the on the pro in the mate. They have a. A hole in the one end, it's 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 a metal hole where you can put a key ring through it. So you can put them on keys or you can put a keychain on there and hang them somewhere. I believe I did see on the website, though, where you can buy adhesive. Okay, because I was concerned. What happens for if I buy this thing and I want to put it on my my cable remote and my TV remote? Because those, cause sometimes they get stuck in the couch or I might drop it on the floor. You try to find those things. They're, they're impossible to find sometimes. And if that would yeah you 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 could put um, you could put an adhesive on there and then just stick it to the remote. Well, I could use the sticker for that, but with the sticker, but the sticker battery only lasts for so many years, correct? Well, the sticker battery lasts for three years. Uh, it's not real loud, but if you didn't have any noise in your house, you could probably hear it in the same room. Yeah, I could see that. It's also very high frequency, so if you had a hearing loss, right. you might have trouble hearing that. I could, I could definitely understand that. Right. Will we have a raised hands from Bill in Chicago? Well, well you, want, you want me to bring him in? Oh, sure. Go ahead, Bill. Okay. You, I got a question to ask Chris. You said it told you where you were the last time you had your jacket. Uh, does that is that after it's been activated, or can you just track that? Otherwise, when you when it showed the address, did you track? Did you activate it to find your jacket in the restaurant, and then did it show that after you got home, or what? No, you go into um, whatever. I think it's history, and it shows you everywhere your jacket was since you created the tile. I don't know how far back it goes. It may only go back a week or yeah, so. What, what I meant was, could you, let's say, for example, you just picked the jacket up and didn't need to find it in the restaurant with the uh, app, but you came home and you went to history. Would it show you that you were there then, or it's only after yes, activated? Yes, that, that, that's what I did, actually. And someone's using your phone's GPS and phone uh, location. Oh, okay. Well, that, that'd be a good tracker thing for kids at school, going back yep. forth to school or stuff, putting backpacks and things, because parents could... Well, there was, a, there was an insta- in incident where uh, I guess somebody had stolen uh, one of the, well. It was a the, pizza delivery guy. He stole the guy's iPhone. He stole the guy's iPhone. And, of course, the owner of the iPhone had one of these tiles. And all he did was, you know, he, he suspected that that's where it was. So he went to the pizza shop mm-hmm. and he pressed the button on his tile. And, of course, it made his iPhone ring and it was in the pizza guy's pocket. Uh, yep. The pizza, what... the pizza guy had said he didn't have it. But... Uh-huh. Okay, well, what, what's the what's the distance of the of these tiles? In other words, could you be like, uh, could you say somebody say picked up your jacket and you didn't and you went to get it and it wasn't there and you pushed the button? Would it aggravate the person that took it because it, the tile go off maybe two 
three miles away. No, they're not that strong. Okay, I didn't know because it, oh, it, it was under Bluetooth, and I didn't know how far it went. It went out over like the whole phone signal or just a certain distance. Okay. No, then you'd have to go into history and see where it is. Right, okay. I would just, it, it, probably isn't, it probably isn't using Bluetooth, Chris. It probably is using near-field communications or, or whatever they call it. I'm not sure what it's using. Yeah, well, right, because when you mention this, that'd be great for kids traveling back and forth to school parents could get those and no the stickers are only 300 i mean 200 no, I, mean, I mean the, the pro the pro one i mean if you got the the pro at least it shows the history where the kid is or where he was yeah you know, like almost yeah they're, they're really they really are amazing because i was all i'm always losing my victor trek and, and i put that Thanks. slim that and it we actually did measure it and it actually is the size of a credit card it's a little thicker mm-hmm. not much and mm-hmm. I put it in the case of my Victor Trek. And okay, can I ask you another question, Dave? Uh, you said the stickers, the volume was real low. Well, I could hear it on your recorder when you when you played it. Uh, you could hear it going off. Yeah, the but recorder got, the recorder picks it up a lot better. Yeah, it's more sensitive. But what I was curious was, you said it was too low. Have you tried the new hearing aids? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Would they yes. would they pick it up better? Yeah, yeah. actually, they okay, would. I was, just, I was just curious when you said it was hard to hear, and I said, well, Dave said he's getting these new hearing aid things from, from uh, Walmart, and I was just curious if you got them and if they were. Yeah, actually, actually, I, I did, and, and I've got them adjusted, and, and uh, I am able to hear them. These stickers, are they, when you put them on something, are they hard to get the stickers off again at some point, you know? Well, that adhesive is pretty strong. They That's what I mean. say if yeah. you give it a good pull, it'll come off. But they also say that every time you do that, you weaken the adhesive. That's why they sell the adhesive for the tiles, and they're going, or the pros, and they're going to for the stickers. So the, the adhesive would probably come up in a tube, and you put that on the back of the tile, and then adhesive something to it. Is that how do you think no, it works? I don't know. I think they're going to be in strips. Okay. okay. Off, say, can, can you, you, know, you could use double stick tape also. You could probably right. just stick it on the yeah. tile and stick it to something. And be the same thing, right? Yeah. Why spend good. the money for the adhesive? Just go buy your roll of yeah. double stick tape well, cheaper. <laughs> except the adhesive is probably stronger. Well, it might be a little stronger, but if you're not going to be picking it on off all the time, you know, you just stick it. You know, you're going to stick it up on something permanently there, pretty much. Yeah, the idea there mm-hmm. is, you know, you're usually sticking it on there because that's where you want to keep it. But right. if you want to take it off, then you know, you might try different. Well, you have, have to put another piece of tape on there, then, right? <laughs> Bill, um, we have two voicemails, one from Tim in Erie and one from Bonnie in California. Oh, you want me to yeah, play yeah, them? Or? Sure, go right ahead. Tim's is real short. Here we go. I, I think that's the one I have ready here. Good morning. This is Tim from Erie, VA. Bill, I think I'm a little bit better than you right now because I think I had a problem a day or two ago to get better from it. On this thing about the iPhone, the way I found to get out of a lost phone is to reboot just uh you know do a total hard reset and that seems to work that's it for did that come across okay it did yeah it came across well i tried that tim and it did not work so and that's yeah, why I, know. I, I so i don't know what kind of phone he has if it works for him that's great i tried that that's the first thing i did holding the power button in to turn the phone off and it still wouldn't do it so maybe i did something wrong okay and here is bonnie's on voting 
Hi, this is Bonnie from Orange County, California, regarding voting, a caution. And you may say this is urban legend, but it's very well publicized urban legend. So something has uh, allegedly gone on here called ballot harvesting or vote harvesting. It's been widely reported in Orange County, so I cannot prove it, where some a representative or someone claiming to be uh, an election person will come to a um, congregate place, a large apartment building, senior center, wherever, um, and offer on election day to turn your ballot in for you, save you the trouble. You have an absentee ballot. Um, however, they look at it, and if you voted for the wrong party, um, your ballot may not get there. Now, I know this sounds like urban legend, and I can't swear to it. Uh, I can say that it was widely reported, and Bill, I know what you say about be careful what you hear on the news. I certainly agree with that. Uh, my caution. If you are underserved and you cannot get to the polls on election day and someone comes and offers to bring your ballot in for you and turn it in, you might want to think twice about um, too good a thing. Okay, thanks. Make good, makes good make, sense, Bonnie. It does make good sense, Bonnie. Uh, anything you have to use a little discretion. I go back to Bill's thing, the same thing. If you don't know what somebody's marking your ballot or what they're doing, um, and you just don't know. Looks like uh, we've got another caller, Jeff. No, nope, no one's hand is raised that I can see. Yeah, it's Marianne. Marianne. Yes, it is. Oh, it Marianne. is. Okay. It's, hold on. Go ahead, Marianne. Hi. Uh, thanks so much for the cool extra demos on um, Tile. We've been using it for a while. And uh, one of the things, I, well, I know one of your folks asked how far away it can ring. And yes, actually, you can. Uh, one of the things that's great about Tile is that if you can't find something that you're looking for, you can put it out basically to the kind of worldwide Tile network and have others who might be a lot closer to your device help you find it, which is really, really cool because say you left that jacket somewhere or the phone got disappeared um, and you know for a fact that you have your tile on it, you can go either online or use anyone's tile to say, hey, can you guys help me find thus and such thing? And anyone else who has tile will get an alert if your tile is close to them. It's very that is cool. cool. It's and you've used it, it successfully nice. quite a bit, Marianne? Yes. And one of the things that I've actually used Tile for that's really cool is when we're traveling, we will actually stick one like in the very top pocket of luggage. And that way, when your luggage starts coming out on the carousel and such, you know when your luggage is close enough to you to start paying attention for it. <laughs> it's true because not everybody does pay attention, even because not all helpers are created equally at the airport. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Yeah, I wish I had had. Oh, sorry. It's nice to be able to say, you know, like my husband will keep his tile app open when we're about to claim our luggage and we'll be standing there by the carousel. And he's like, okay, well, I can tell it got this close to us. And that's when I'll start looking on the luggage carousel and saying, okay, let me figure out what I'm pulling here. And I don't care if I look at everybody's luggage as it goes by. I'm going to grab the piece that's mine. And I've never taken a piece that wasn't mine from a luggage carousel. And tile just makes 
makes it even easier. You could keep track of your child by putting that tile on its clo- on its clothing or her clothing as well. The other Very thing good. is it, your luggage. A lot of times, if you get on the plane, maybe you're not first or whatever. Your luggage that you want to put in the overhead might not be right above you because those overheads get full. So at least yep. you would be able to know where it was. Yes, you could. That would also take care of it. Very good. Very but good I wanted point. I wanted to let people know that you know when you're when your stuff is lost, it's not just you who can look for it. You can have a lot of people help you find your lost tile. That's what I call entitlement, empowerment. Entitlement. That's right. Empowerment. <laughs> entitlement. 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 There you go. That's pretty good, Marianne. I like that. Absolutely, because it's not something that everybody knows about it, but it's it is definitely a great thing. But I didn't know about some of the other versions of it, so I'm I'm glad to have learned about them. Thank you for the education today. You're welcome. And thank you. Um, Chris, do you have a recipe before our remaining time here or my voice comes out? This is a pretty easy one. It's called Easy Apple Pie Filling Cake. This is a recipe that was on QVC a few weeks ago. It's one box of spice cake mix. They say a 15.25 ounce, but I kind of doubt it matters. One 21-ounce can of pie filling. They used apple. Three large eggs, one teaspoon vanilla, and what you do is you pre your oven to 350. You spray a 9 by 13 with cooking spray, or you can use shortening and flour like you would on a regular cake, or you can line cupcake wells with cupcake liners. Mix all ingredients until combined. The batter will be very thick. Pour into pan. Bake the cake for 30 to 35 minutes or until toothpick inserted comes out clean. Bake the cupcakes 15 to 20 minutes. Now, I have not made this version. I made a different version because I didn't have any apple pie filling. So I used a yellow cake mix and cherry pie filling and almond extract, and it turned out well. Sounds really good. I uh, I was going to say that's one real big change for me in the last few years is with uh, being able to get recipes off of boxes of mixes and things. I've started oh, yeah. using them. I uh, I never used to do that. I did everything from scratch. How do you get your recipes real quick, Tim? Well, a lot of times, if you use the barcodes on boxes, they'll show up, you know, in in what you get from the barcode. At least that's what I found. That's true, and I have been known a time or two when I couldn't find them any other way to just call the company, and they're happy to tell you what their recipe is usually. Do you see an AI, Tim? Yeah, yeah, and it works pretty well. Their barcode reader, I think I've seen better barcode readers, but it's it's not too bad. Well, for the price, it's still pretty good. Oh, it's very good. (laughs) And, you know, Ira is real great at that, too. You know, for those free calls, because they can read you that recipe in way less than five minutes. Mm -hmm. So that's good too. So we, we, Chris, every time you do this, you always get. I'm gaining. I'm gaining twenty pounds every time you get off the air. You realize this? Well, at least we know you have to to get new clothes. That's true. (laughs) Uh, See, Mike, Bill is. He has one more question. If I'm, I'll get to him here. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, yeah. The thing about uh, Tim was mentioning getting the directions on the barcodes and that. 
There is a website. They don't carry everything, but they're pretty good. The Hadley, the Hadley School or the Hadley, whatever they call it now, they have a program out there that you can go into on the Internet called directionsforme.com, all one word, and they have all kinds of products. They have everything categorized, and they give you the, they read the directions, how to fix it, the ingredients, the all the um, vitamin things and everything, protein and all that stuff, whatever's in it. And if you can't find it, of course, Hadley also sells a barcode reader that will read the stuff that you don't have. But that's one thing. They have probably, I don't know how many thousands of recipes and directions of all kinds of stuff from the Ballard biscuits you get in the refrigerator, how to fix those, and everything is called directions for me. Very nice website. I've used it. Yeah, it actually yeah. was developed by the lady that's been on this show, the company, and what are they called again, Tim? You know, the guy... Um, Dave, David, Tim, you know who I'm talking about? Um, yeah, um, I know who you mean, too. I don't remember her name, but she was on, like, I, last year or the year before she was on the show. Yeah, right. I've, I've heard her on other shows, too. She's right. been on the radio a year or two and all kinds right, of stuff. Right, right. It's, right. it's not directions. It's, um, um, they do a Horizons for the Blind. Horizons for the Blind. That's yeah, that's it. does that. Yeah, okay, Horizons. okay, maybe it's I know it's, it's directions for me. is called the website, directionsforme.com. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that's it. It looks like we're just about out of time here almost. Let's see. Oh, we got a minute or two. Anybody got anything real quick before we... Uh... Just a quick note for those who use Instacart, uh, and I believe this is because they're using two people to do the shopping. Even if you pay the $99, you may incur a 1.9% service charge. I was I was told that I'd be charged a 1.9% service, service charge starting at, uh, in November, at the end of November, or actually the beginning of December. Just to let you know, not that that's that much, but you know everything everything does cost. So just letting you know. Well, that's bad enough, but but we also I, I just went online and looked at a website the other day. Peapod they didn't have delivery for two or three days. Now why is that going to be relevant anymore when you can get this stuff in an hour or two? So that's why I don't use ShopRite because if I use ShopRite, I have to wait 24 hours or 48 hours to get my stuff delivered, depending on the time you put the order in. I, I agree with you, Bill. So I guess it's all in what it is. Do we have anybody else before we wrap this up, Jeff? I think we're yeah. We have um um Ellen. We have Ellen here. Go ahead, Ellen. Yeah, I just wanted to point back to the voting real quick. Here in Albuquerque, what they do is. The early voting is going on right now, and you can go to various places. And I remember, too, when you used to have to go to your respective precincts, but you don't have to do that now. And I know they're going to be opening up about 19 voting locations where you besides the clerk's annex. And then um, if you needed a ride, you can call uh, and get... You know, you you can get a ride that way. But I, Joe and I, you we use Sunvan, so that works out nicely. Um, we allow about two hours, so that way at least we have enough time to. Especially if there's only one automark machine available, we have to share it. So you know, it works out pretty well for the most part. It works, and thank you very much for that input. I guess we sure. will we will get ready to wrap it up. And I apologize to Jim in Cincinnati. I didn't mean to play your play your information there over the year, but I will be glad to talk to you for your particular program. Thanks, Dave, Chris, Jeff, Bill, and I'm going to say adios. And everybody, 
um, Jennifer and Tim, just thank you for everything. Tim is next, and as soon as I can find, I got my computer fixed yesterday, or I fixed it, so I can hit all the right buttons now. So have a good day, everyone. Talk See to you, you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>